We are back with another Ramble episode, the first one, I believe, of 2022, which is crazy because we are four months in, and the Thor uh, Love and Thunder trailer just came out, and I also realized that this is not a ramble with just myself, as much as you guys really want to hear my solo episodes. Um, It is a solo episode today with, say your names. I like turtles. That was a good name. What an enthusiastic crowd. Hello, it is your boy, Nick. I really was just gonna stay silent, and I thought it'd be funny if the audience just was just like Keith being like, "All right, my lovely fellow geeks," and then we're just all this nothing. Um, but yeah, how's it going? I'm Matt. All right, I'll <laughs> say my name. My name is Eric, and I like turtles. How long have you been liking turtles? Since the beginning of my existence. <laughs> okay, so Thor. What? Uh, what did you guys think about Thor? Because honestly, I was not impressed. I am hyped for it, to be honest. Thor has been my favorite Avenger since probably Doctor Strange came out. Thor was my favorite. I don't know. I'm kind of, well, I like Loki a lot, but at this point, I'm almost getting sick of Thor. Wow. Is this actually the first, like, Avenger to have four movies? Yep. Yes, he is. And this is not only that, but it's the first, like, like, Marvel franchise period to have more than four movies in the MCU other than the Avengers itself. Here's a question I'm sure everybody's wondering. Do you think Thor is going to die in that movie? I hope not. I don't think so because the trailer seemed very, very lighthearted. Like, I feel like this is almost, this is going to be kind of like an attempt at another Ragnarok, I think. I don't think he's going to die. I mean, it could totally just like set us up to be like, oh, Thor is so nice and great and everything's happy. And then he like sacrifices himself or something at the end. But I don't know. I just don't see him dying. But I don't know what the hell else they're going to do with him because... We know now that he's no longer leading the Asgardians, and we know that if Jane Foster Thor is showing up, he might not even be the main Mjolnir-wielding superhero Thor that we know. So, like, those are his two biggest roles in the whole franchise. What the hell is he going to do? Well, I will say that does open up. I don't think we've seen any hero do it yet, and that does open up the whole idea of, like, an actual hero retiring because so far we've only seen them die or continue to be a hero. Captain America technically retired. As far as we know, he could be dead, but like we don't know. Yeah, I was um, going to bring and- up, it's very possible that they're slowly killing off the original members of the Avengers and just introducing their successors in a way. Well, yeah, because yes. I'm pretty sure they've also announced a, a young Avengers, which will be interesting to see. But I've been seeing a lot of people on the internet divided on this topic. Where it's like, oh, y'all are okay with Thor retiring, but not okay with Captain America giving the shield up. Mm-hmm. I saw more Thor kind of in Endgame. He didn't really want to fight. He kind of gave up on himself and gave up on everything. So, like, him wanting to now, after finish what he's done, retire, I understand it. Where Cap was a split-second decision and chose to stay in the past. Not really. His whole, like, honestly, character arc was like... Oh, I had a date in 1940, and you know I'm I'm 70 years too late. And then he watches, you know, like she he sees her when she's older, and then she dies, and he's at the funeral, and like his whole arc was, you know, he missed out on the love of his life to save the world, you know, mm-hmm. and that was like his story. So when he literally got a second chance at it, not only can he save the the world, but he chose 
his happy ending mm-hmm. over it. It wasn't really, I think, a split second decision. But also in Civil War, wasn't there a picture of Peggy's husband at her bedside table where she remarried? Um, timelines don't work that way. Oh yeah, true, true. That's interesting because then if that's not how timelines work, how did Captain America get to the same park bench that? everybody was waiting for him at so technically speaking what i found it to be more like people are going to argue with me on this because this is not truly what it is but it makes more sense when you just say that it's reality jumping they kind of jump into a different multiverse like that is in that timeline and then jump back like that's kind of how they showed it they were like oh when you jump back here you're on a different timeline like it will split so you're really Mm -hmm. just jumping into a different universe different multiverse, and then jumping back, so... God, why is time travel so hard to comprehend in media? (laughs) I I was also gonna say, I'm not... I don't think... Now, this is just... Maybe this is a hot take. I don't think Thor's uh, arc from Endgame has aged very well. I think it was really like, oh, funny, fat Thor playing Fortnite and drinking beer. But, like, at the end... Oh, I'm gonna prove I can lead the Asgardians. Well, never mind, I can't. What? No, what? Thor, what are you doing, bro? Yeah. I'm not saying they can't turn it around. Maybe Thor Love and Thunder will explain that a little bit better and retroactively make Thor's decision make sense. That's actually what you just brought up is probably my biggest fear for the movie. I'm extremely excited. I think the trailer looks amazing. I think it looks fantastic. It's Dude, a lot yeah. of world building. It looks Guardians like of the Galaxy are in it. I'm freaking there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it looks like it's going to be a bromance between Peter and Thor. And like, it's going to just be all fun. And then it gets serious. And like, it looks sick and like it's a huge world building time, which is awesome. But I am terrified of what you were saying. Like, I hope that they don't continue to deteriorate Thor's character more or rip away everything. Mm. I love the fact that Thor has by far the most genuine and human character arc of him being like, oh, am I worthy? And him going through his whole self thing you know like every other character has such a movie character arc or such a like oh my god this one died oh do i take up this power am i like worthy of being spider-man type deal like obviously thor still goes through that because he's a god but his whole thing is really oh am i worthy am i enough for me to love that is so crazy and i think that's where the love and thunder comes in you know it's all about him loving himself but like that's where like him putting away the hammer and being like oh i'm no longer a hero i'm just trying to figure out who i am and i hope he finds the self-love he needs to become who he kind of was in the past but just better i'm terrified like what you were kind of just saying before like of him being like oh i learned to love myself i don't want to be here here you go like girl thor yeah like eric was saying they're pretty much introducing newer people to take over the reins of the older people in the MCU, but I can only watch that story play out so many times before I get sick of it. Where it's like, oh, cool, Captain America, here you go, Falcon, Hawkeye, here you go, Kate Bishop, Thor, here you go, Jane Foster. Like, do something new, do something exciting. I don't want to see the same yeah. story of heroes stepping down and like 40 times in a row, 40 movies and Disney Plus shows in a row. So I'm hoping that Thor Love and Thunder will be a little bit more than that, you know? Well, that's where Doctor Strange is actually super cool because Doctor Strange has the potential to switch a lot of that. Yeah. But it also, once again, like with great power comes great responsibility or whatever. Like it also has so much potential to blow up in our face and be like, oh, by the way, the last 
whole entire 10 years that you watched actually didn't happen. Like, that was a different timeline. Like, we're in a new one now. <laughs> but going back to Thor Love and Thunder, do you, yeah. one thing I was doing research, they're actually going with a timeline uh, where Jane Foster will have cancer. And only when she's wheel- wielding Mjolnir will she have the healing capability oh. to stop the cancer. So when she's normal and human, she has cancer. But when she has the hammer, she's not. So I wonder how long she'll have oh, if crap. she's only going to be in this one movie and die at the end from cancer and sacrifice herself because she's dying already. Where did you hear that from? Because I, I didn't hear anything about that. And I, I like that is definitely an interesting take. I, I feel like that's almost too edgy for Disney to do. I was, I was just going to say, uh, Peter Quill's mom dies of cancer. We see that happen. That is true. I just remember doing some research about Thor Love and Thunder, and I believe I heard it from Screen Rant. They're more of a credible source. Shout out to Screen Rant. Well, interesting. Why do I get the feeling that Thor's going to transfer his thunder powers to Jane so that way she can be permanently cured from her cancer, thus sacrificing Uh himself? I don't think power works like that. It's Disney. They retcon shit all the time. Peter Quill takes takes Thor to the planet where powers can be transferred. One topic at a time, Keith. Here's what I feel the difference is for me. This is just my opinion. The MCU is like a slow moving train wreck where it just you're just like, oh god, this is just so much stuff is just so mediocre and it's all coming out at once. Star Wars, it was just like boom. Within three years, everything was just over. (laughs) Yeah. Dude, it was so sad though too, because with Star Wars, like the hype was so there. And they like you talking about it being like a high collision crash. It was building up to be so fast. They were like bamming out a Star Wars movie every year. Honestly, it looked so promising for a little bit. I truly believe Star Wars was get like at the future. Like I was like Mm -hmm. future, and then (laughs) um, yeah, it all came crashing down. They like it was the solo. Oh, actually, there was something before. Oh, Rogue One. No, no, no. I was saying because Solo came out because it was all back to back to back. It was yeah, like yeah. So, so Force Awakens was 2015. Then Rogue One was 2016. Last Jedi yeah. was 2017. Solo was 2018. And Rise of Skywalker was 2019. And after that dirty the, diaper, they've stepped back a little bit. Those yeah, two yeah. movies put a sour taste in everyone's mouth. Those three movies, the the Last Jedi. Solo and Rise of Skywalker literally what what ended Star Wars. And honestly, I don't even think Force Awakens aged that well either. But <laughs> that's no, uh... Force Awakens <laughs> is just a new hope. Uh... It, that's it. Yeah, that's what we were going off about. Um, I ended up staying. Shout out to a uh, professor or Doctor O'Brien, and we ended up talking for like an hour and a half, two hours about this exact topic and about how the sequels have destroyed Star Wars. And like we were saying that. With episode seven, the only reason at all why people were like, wow, it's so good was because it was the first movie that came out and you love seeing it on the screen and it was <laughs> new and it was exciting. You were like, holy, like, Shimoli, look at these graphics. Look at how hyperspace works. Like, look at all this. But, like, the storyline was exactly cut and paste, like a new hope. Garbage. It was done bad. It was, like, super bad. Like, it was such bad writing. And I don't know whoever truly came up with this idea should, like, guilty. Like, I'm not even <laughs> mad. I'm disappointed, you know? And, like, like that was it. And he, so Dr. O'Brien was going off about how he finished the movie and he wasn't really as excited or as um, hyped. So when he walked out of the theater, he was like, that really sucked. He's like, I rate this a 6 out of 10. 
and like to me i find it crazy because i remember being like oh my god episode seven ten out of ten it's like junk food it's like eating cotton candy it's like oh it's fun it's cotton candy awesome and then after like i would never seek that out again like whatever it's cotton candy like that's just it's junk food this is actually a hot take i don't think cotton candy is that bad no no i do too but you would never eat it for a meal it would never make you feel satisfied after you ate it oh i see what you're talking about (laughs) it's junk food Uh, like it's fun but it's junk food so it might be out already, but um, at the time we're recording this, we have a very fun episode about the Star Wars sequel trilogy coming up, and I I, I can't wait to talk about that much more in depth. Fun um, fact, by the yeah. way, while I'm here scrolling on Facebook, this date in 2018, Avengers Infinity War came out. No kidding. Oh, really? We yep. got kicked out of the movie theater because of uh, midnight release, <laughs> right? I think that was Endgame that we got That was Endgame where the fire alarms went off. Alarm. That was horrible. So I don't think we ever shared that on the podcast. I should point out that I wasn't there that day. I was still up at school. So in my nearest movie theater, I got to see it through and through without any interruptions. Damn. I was <laughs> up at that park. While Eric enjoyed his uninterrupted, beautiful three-hour movie, the rest of us, it was me, Keith, Nick, and some other guys, we were in the theater. We were like two hours and 40 minutes in or something. Like We had like literally 15 minutes left. And all of a sudden, Spider-Man is like... I remember the exact time I could close my eyes. Spider-Man is like swinging on Valkyrie's Pegasus with the gauntlet, trying to get yeah. to Ant-Man's van, and the screen just goes black and fire alarms turn on. Yup, I do I remember. Mean, Dude, it's so funny because I That's actually like said that um, it was, you were like, oh, I remember the scene. I really was going to be like, yeah, it's when Spider-Man appears from the portal and lands, and he's like, oh, I'm back, and then it happened. But you were right. They were like playing football with the the gauntlet. You were dude. Like, it's like the best, yeah. mo- like the big fights going on. We're all excited, and it, we just get blue balled. You were, yeah, yeah. You were Literally. actually so in depth into the, like that movie too, and yep. it just went black, and I was so confused. The lights turned on, and I was like, I was like, what? Huh? Yeah, and at first, Graham, get out of here. <laughs> and at first, all right, you, you've guys seen enough. Get the hell out of the theater. It's it's like when uh, Mr. Krabs puts the remote on the fish's eyes and rewinds the movie. <laughs> um, no, but at first it's like, oh damn, this sucks. But at least we'll be able to finish it. And then they're just like, nah, you guys gotta go. <laughs> and I remember, I remember because I think we saw, we finally saw it like a week later. But in that week, everybody would ask me when I'd tell them that story, like, oh, what part did you get up to? And I would say what I just told you guys, like, oh, Spider Man, swing in, they're getting to Ant Man's van. And it goes black, and they were obviously all thinking to themselves, like, holy crap, they don't know what happened to Iron Man. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, oh, yeah, wow, things are about to get really crazy. And I was like, damn it! So S15, how crazy <laughs> can Literally, it get? like... It's like, uh, how much crazier could it get? We know. And then it was just like, oh. Did, which, I, honestly, I never asked you to. Did you get it spoiled at any point in that week? No. I don't. See, it's so funny, because I don't remember. I swear on everything... I remember going in thinking Iron Man was going to die. Like, I just knew he was. Mm. And Thor was what my brother-in-law jokingly uh, spoiled for me, being like, oh, like, watch out for Thor. So he kind of diverted, because I remember being like, no, Iron Man's a goner. And I don't know why I thought that, but I just remember saying that. And then he was like, oh, he mentioned something about Thor, or I overheard him say something about Thor. And I was like, oh, shit, I was wrong. It was Thor. So it, like, diverted my attention. Well, some people thought all the six major Avengers were going to die, and it was going to, like, totally be a clean slate. But it makes sense that Iron Man would have gone. It was He was the one who started it all. He's the one who finishes the saga, I guess. 
Yeah. I should say I was a I was a bit of a jerk. I did spoil it for my brothers. Um but the only thing I spoiled, the only thing I told them about the movie is that uh Cord plays Fortnite. I told them nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, Oh That was actually one of the, the best things. He was like What was the guy's name too? Because it was like, like New Master New uh, Master sixty nine. Yeah. No, it was New Master. New Master. Uh, excuse me, Thor, New Master. Call me a dickhead. <laughs> Shout out to the actual gamer with that gamer tag. Yeah, holy cow, that's gonna be a heavily. I bet there's a lot of messages in his uh transaction, like, "Oh, hey, we'll buy that from you." <laughs> How dare you pick on Cord? That's right. Cry to your mommy. The God of Thunder is here. Oh my God. I'll be honest yeah. with you. Like, this is probably a really hot Marvel take. The only pieces of content I've really truly enjoyed from Marvel since Endgame. Uh, were the Spider-Man movies. Fun fact, sorry, about New Master. I believe it was an Xbox or a GameStop commercial, and I believe it was Sam Wilson, I forget the actual actor's name, who was like, oh, I love playing Xbox, my name's New Master 69. Technically, it's in the commercial, not in the actual MCU, but I did find that funny. (laughs) Doesn't get more meta than that. No. I agree, though, with what you were saying before, Matt. Like, once again, I was talking with Dr. O'Brien. Dude, what a shout out. Literally, we did like a mock Geeks Crossing debate about this type of stuff prior, and I didn't even know. Um, (laughs) But we were talking also at one point about Marvel, and he was talking about how he hasn't caught up all the way. And he was like, oh, I just saw like Shang-Chi and Eternals. And he was like, I'm going to go watch Morbius. And like, he was talking about that. And I was like, no, like none of those movies were good. I like Shang-Chi. I didn't like, you know, the one girl that was like the best friend. Aquafina. How could yeah. you not like her? She was the best. I know her and her stupid bow. Like that one, that scene did not fit at all in that movie. Like that scene was just so out of place. There's know. an expression sometimes. It's called like the writers are like, or the writing is showing its strings. Like, oh, you can see oh, yeah. the strings attached. That yeah. to me is the clearest possible explanation. Is the writers are sitting in the room like, crap, this character has nothing to do at this point in the movie. She becomes an archer. <laughs> Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. I can see the strings. (laughs) See, but like, I still say with Chang Chi, I think they have like the best villain, so to speak, because we we see these anti heroes, you know, or anti villains or whatever they're called with like Venom and everybody. And it's weird when you root for them, but it's even weirder when they're going against a hero. Like, I know that you're not, you're supposed to be like, yeah, Shang Chi, you're the hero. But like, the Mandarin was so well done because once again, he was literally just a good father. That was his whole character arc. He was a good father. And because he was nothing, yeah. nothing to save his wife, like, everybody's like, oh, he's evil. He must be stopped. And I'm like, nah, like, like, honestly, like, he was tricked and like, whatever. But like, I liked him. I thought he was awesome. He ended up like realizing he was wrong, like, after he would have saved his wife. And then he was like, oh shit, you guys were right. Thank you for getting me to this point. Thank you for running with me. Uh, I'm going to die now. <laughs> he died, I think, like, trying to save his son. Uh, Again, I, I kind of want to go back to the Thor Love and Thunder trailer real quick. Isn't it interesting how we're finally getting more about the gods? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it, like it's uh, all the Greek gods. You saw Zeus. You saw... Oh, you do see Zeus, but that's interesting because Thor is not is Norse, not Greek. Yeah, but then well, also, I don't know if you guys have been keeping up with Moon Knight. In Moon Knight, you see Egyptian oh, I stuff. No, I, 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 I that is the one. It, no, that's Egyptian the one thing God. I know about Moon Knight is that there's a scene like where you see some Egyptian gods. 
and then in Eternals, they were there's like this scene where they're like, oh, they got their ideas of the no, gods from us. Yeah. So what you're saying is next MCU movie, Jesus himself descends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm joining the Avengers. <laughs> Hold on, I haven't. I still haven't seen the Eternals yet, so I guess it's my own fault if I get spoiled at any point. Do they actually have a line where the Eternals are like, "Yo, the humans got their ideas for gods off of us"? Yeah, but bro, we we freaking see like every single pantheon of gods. They're all confirmed to be real. What the hell are they talking about? Uh, they got their ideas for gods from us. Not the Norse ones though; those are real. Or the Greek ones, or the Egyptian ones. Those are all real too. But some of them. <laughs> How did like religion like like how did like the Greek gods just disappear if like they're they're real you know they peaced out they're like eh we yeah. had our fun let's go like how did all the gods just decide to leave they're like yo you know what Jesus came like we're gonna just back off now you were in real life no no in the MCU oh in the MCU uh that's a good question I don't really know how it worked how at one point was Odin like all right Thor Loki come on we're done here let's go. Well, they have it as one of my favorite lines is like when you first when Captain America first meets Thor. Oh yes. Um, right before Obi Smolder or whatever her name is uh, goes uh, like oh like you should stay back like he's literally a god and and he goes sorry man there's only one god and he doesn't dress like that and like, jumps out of the say, plane. That's classic Steve Rogers. Absolutely. <laughs> Damn, I wish we got to see more of him like that. Yeah. That was good. Like he was signing his like baseball cards for like for uh, Agent Phil from like the nineteen forties. Like, ah, <laughs> oh, R.I.P. Colson. He was a good yeah, guy. Yeah, I know. Well, if it makes you feel any better, uh, Captain America isn't allowed to be fun anymore because Falcon Winter Soldier decided that it's not. <laughs> now it's serious and gritty, and everyone's mean and evil except for the terrorists. They're misunderstood. <laughs> God, that whole show. Is the textbook definition of political. It's funny, it came out a year ago. I don't think a single person's rewatched it. I what sure as hell didn't. No. Like, literally, as soon as I saw the final episode, that was it. I had no aspiration to go back and rewatch it. Wow, he's been don't... Captain America for a full year and he's only gotten that tiny episode from it. Well, don't that joke that... on your aspirations. You know, we we talked earlier about how there's going to be a Thor 4. There is going to be a Captain America 4 now. No, I know, oh. but I consider Captain America 1. Like it's a new cap. It's don't, a new cap in America. So that makes or what we said about how no one's rewatched it. And Eric, how you were like, yeah, once you finished Cap uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, you were done. Oh my god! First of all, there's so much crap I have sat on and thought about that show since we did our episode. But I'll keep it brief well, here. No. But I, first of all, okay, this is a tangent. This is wasn't. This is not at all what I was gonna say. But even saying the title, I feel like I have to change gears. You know how the the ending of the show, it like the the title changes to Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Yes. Yeah. Why the hell didn't Bucky's name change? He's not the Winter Soldier anymore. Falcon rises up. He changes his name. It's all about confronting labels, and then Bucky's just there in the background. It's like, yeah, I guess I'll still be identified as the Russian Killbot. Yeah, literally. I guess he has to get the White Wolf title from Wakanda. Then why not make it Captain America and the White Wolf? I I, I don't get it. Yeah. The other thing um, I did want to also say before going in, or maybe technically I should have waited until after, but anyways, was what you were saying about the whole, like, how political the, the shows became and, like, nobody's watched it. Like, I think that's what we're going to see in, like, 10, 20 years from now is we're going to look back and, like, 
this whole generation of like very political pieces, they're just going to be so out of place in the future. And they're going to be like, why was this a thing? Like (laughs) if you look back at any of the political cartoons or any of the political pieces, even in like the, the earlier, like the mid 19, yeah. Like the mid 1900s, like honestly, even up until like the more like the late modern ish 1900, like anytime you do a, piece of modern politics and modern issues like once those issues kind of disappear or go away or get solved or whatever and they evolve it's not important anymore like the piece gets thrown out the window like that's where especially with this i get a little like kind of gave up the integrity of the show to like make a point yeah and you've you've dated the show like you said it's dated now like falcon and winter soldier is gonna make little to no sense in 20 30 40 50 you know you're gonna people are gonna watch me and be like, oh wow, a period piece. <laughs> yeah, seriously. They're gonna watch like Avengers and be like, wow, look at that. Look at those cars. Look at how old. Like, look, that person used a cell phone. Like, look at these like graphics or whatever. Wow. <laughs> they were using CGI, but like look at that piece and be like, oh. I hope you're right. I hope it doesn't just may- stay a problem and get worse. Because I worry. That's why I was saying earlier how it's like a slow motion cra- train crash is Unlike Star Wars, which fell apart in a span of, like, five years, it was honestly, it would be inspirational if it wasn't so depressing um, with how fast they demolished that franchise. Um, but It's with, impressive. It has to be, like, a new world It's an record. achievement. <laughs> it's like they I tried mean, to. The only one that almost fell apart worse was Indiana Jones, and that's because it died after the fourth movie. Well, but yeah, that's different. It, it was now. just... It was just like a trilogy, and then 20 years later, like, they crapped out some weird sequel, and then they're like, and now they're not freaking done. Now yeah, they got one more. Jones. Oh, God, help us. Uh, poor Harrison Ford can't catch a break. They just they just keep slaughtering his Lucasfilm characters. Well, well, he did say that he, Harrison Ford apparently hates, like, hates, hates, hates Star Wars. Yeah, he does. And, like, he openly talks about it all the time of how much he hates Star Wars, but... He has multiple times stated of how much he likes Indiana Jones, or more that he wanted to go back to an Indiana Jones. Okay, well, that's um, so yeah. But honestly, I agree with you. I think it's going to be slaughtered, and I don't believe they're bringing back um, Mister Dog Crap. I, I just think it's well, going to be dog crap. I, who, I don't know. Shia LaBeouf. There we go. <laughs> Everybody loves Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Shia LaBeouf, dude. What? Oh, you get to jujitsu. What if we get a prequel effect? Like, you know how the prequels came out? Everyone said they were horrible. And then the sequels came out and everyone was like, prequels, we, we judged you too harshly. You're, oh my um, gosh. What yes, if we, yeah, what if, what if people start saying, oh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, we're so sorry. We no, judged honestly, you too harshly. Like, I could genuinely see that, Matt. Yeah. We might. I mean, once these pieces that came out that were extremely controversial and that were extremely bad, shout out to the whole entire sequel of star wars (laughs) like honestly even looking back now before any other indiana jones thing i kind of do think they were judged too harshly like i don't think that the quality of movies has gone down i just think that we've like we've seen how bad it really can be and like i don't think crystal skull was that bad like they kind of hit the the key points that they needed to hit like Mm. it's not good but it's not it's not bad but yeah, it might really be a prequel effect, though. I don't know. Because cause here's the thing. Here's what they have in common. The prequels and Kingdom of the Crystal Skull were both late additions to the franchise, but they were all in George Lucas's image. Like, he yeah. 
was like, this is what I want for my franchise. So Shit. you can't really fault that. Like it's his stuff. But Wait, this new Indiana they, Jones one, from what I understand, is just going to be like the sequel, some soulless like third party trying to cap recapture the magic. Wait, wait, wait! This Indiana Jones, two, two things. Hey, please tell me it's not a Disney movie. It is Disney owns Lucasfilm now. D- Disney has bought Lucasfilm since uh, the Crystal Skull was made. Keith, did, where have did, you been? Did they at least take George Lucas's ideas? Did they accept? Well, they didn't time? for the Star Wars sequels, so I would doubt that they would take them for this. But maybe. But they went really bad. <laughs> I know. I know. Like, I mean, I will also say, like, there are George Lucas purists out there that are like, well, he obviously, like, because he made the franchise, he obviously had the best ideas, and it's like he made Jar Jar, dude. Like, shut up. Um, Justice for Jar Jar. <laughs> dude i love the idea that jar jar is actually supposed to be the evil sith lord because it makes so much sense and it's like once again if you watch like interviews and like things and it's like oh star wars is all about balance and the yin and the yang like you have <laughs> one really good creature that speaks for all good or that's an alien life form that you wouldn't expect you have a, an another alien life form that you really wouldn't expect being the all evil creature and like damn jar jar even like did the whole senate thing and gave up powers and like i almost prefer jar jar as like a tragic tale though like he's just this goofball in over his head and then he totally royally screws the everyone <laughs> like by well, accident just because of his stupidity well i think the story if he really turned out to be evil would have been more like a almost like a snoke type deal where it's like wait what in this way i, I do think that it is like more of a of a thing, but I almost feel like it's not accepted, and that's why people are like, "What if Palpatine didn't get the emergency powers during the Clone Wars and the Republic lost? You never know." Wait a minute, wait a minute, <laughs> hear me out. Damn it! Why am I already coming up with better shit than Disney rights? What <laughs> if behind the fucking closed doors, it wasn't Emperor Palpatine controlling Snoke? It was fucking Jar Jar. <laughs> Misa, still oh my like... god! Misa waiting long time for this. You imagine? Holy shit. It's suddenly a flashback of like all the time she was like, I think we should grant emergency powers to like like just a flashback of every other like literally clips from every other movie of Jar Jar doing things and it was like it was all it's always been Wanker Sham. (laughs) Keith, somehow that sounds less like a joke, unlike the sequel trilogy. Where? What is the worst Marvel movie? I have not seen Eternals yet. I hear that's the worst one. For me, it would be Eternals, Captain Marvel, and Thor 2. Yeah, I was going to say, damn it, I haven't seen Captain Marvel either, and I hear that's also a bad one. Now, if you said what's the worst MCU thing ever, it's probably Falcon Winter Soldier. But Yeah, fine, fine. Captain Winter Soldier or The Last Jedi. Falcon and Winter Soldier. I was going to say, it's funny because I just have to say Falcon and Winter Soldier because it's just like, like, it's so funny because it feels just unnecessary. But like, if you also never had The Last Jedi. Wait, did you say which is worse? Yeah, yeah, which one's worse? Oh, Last Jedi, 100%. Falcon and Winter Soldier sucks so much and it ruins two, possibly three characters because it ruins uh, Sam, 100%. Really hurts Bucky. ruins posthumously steve a little bit last jedi ruins the entire star wars franchise like at least at least if you hate falcon and winter soldier it's like damn it i really liked falcon and captain america and all that crap but at least i still have all these other heroes i can care about 
Last Jedi ruins Luke Skywalker, one of the greatest heroes in all of fiction, um, and yeah. ruins space battles, which are literally... It's a freaking franchise called Star Wars, and you yeah. ruin space battles by saying, oh, we can all just track each other to light speed now. No one can ever run away. Lol. Okay, cool. So you've ruined that. You've ruined storytelling. You've freaking bastardized and butchered Luke Skywalker. You made him harbor thoughts about killing his own nephew in his sleep. Like, I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's Last Jedi. It's la like, because and I agree with you. Falcon Winter Soldier, I would never want to watch again. Like, it was just a steaming hot pile of diarrhea. But at least it only ruins a few characters in a big universe. Yeah. Last Jedi ruins the universe. Yeah. I, I wasn't thinking of it on like that much of a scale, but now that you put it in that way. If it's a question thinking. of which I'd rather watch, I would say Last Jedi, but honestly, it's just because it's shorter. <laughs> and I could also laugh at it. Oh, also, <laughs> Canto Bite, Rose Tico, and Finn on their useless side mission. Uh, Poe Dameron playing Among Us with Admiral Holdo. I keep forgetting all this stupid <laughs> plot yeah. points of that. Playing movie. Among the, Us. The, the, that, that was a thing. Dude, they introduced the code breaker and he sounds so cool and you never even see the guy or you never even get to like see the guy interact. And then you, you meet this new code breaker, like the thug one. And honestly, once again, I think that they're going to do a cool story arc with like this really cool and kind of bad guy, but he's going to help the good guys and like essentially a worse Harrison Ford, like originally, like a mm -hmm. worse Han Solo. Like he just like backstabs them and then dies. <laughs> like, like, and and he, also, hello, writing. We're talking about writing showing its strings. Rose and Finn are like, oh, there's the code breaker. They get thrown in jail and they happen to be in the same cell as some other random code breaker that can just walk out of the jail cell whenever he wants. <laughs> I just realized none of this is even mentioning freaking uh, Mary Poppins Leia in space. Okay. <laughs> There's so much wrong with that movie. It's horrible. It's extra funny, too, because they killed off Mean Nub. They killed off Akbar. They killed off, like, everybody else from that trilogy without saying anything. They like, killed yeah, off-screen. Like... Off-screen. They were just, like, listed as an obituary. Like, oh, wow, we lost everyone. You know, yep. Akbar, and everyone's like, oh, whoa, 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 what? Oh, you literally, you see one screen, with one scene with them on screen, and the next the thing blows open, you see Mary Poppins, Leia, <laughs> and then it's like, damn, I can't believe Mary Akbar Poppins died. Leia. And it's like, wait, what? What? Excuse me. <laughs> and, and none of this, by the way, is to excuse Falcon Winter Soldier. They are just, they are horrible. It's a horrible show. It also breaks the universe in certain parts, like... I, I don't know, like, everything with John Walker is handled horribly. Like, how he's treated as a villain despite being kind of heroic. Um, like, stupid, stupid crap, like, we're supposed to believe that Falcon's in danger of losing his family boat, even though he's, like, an Avenger and should be a millionaire, but, like, whatever. Um, like, crap like that, like, kind of is just a little bit like, oh, okay, that doesn't make any sense in the universe. But none of Last Jedi makes sense in the universe, so I would say it's definitely worse. Yeah. I don't have to say anything. Last Jedi sucks ass. Falcon Winter Soldier isn't much better, but <laughs> I'd rather watch that than The Last Jedi. But it's not a fair comparison, I can tell you that. No. I am going to have to call it here, guys. It is actually 10.50, and I did not realize how late it got. So thank you. I'm just going to say, like, you guys can continue. And to everybody else listening or watching, whatever. You know, <laughs> just stand at your phone. <laughs>
Thank you guys for being here. Thank you for listening to our very strong opinions. And yeah, let us know what you have to say. Follow us on Discord, on Instagram. Give us a shout out, you know, tell your mom, tell your wife, tell your kids, tell your children. Post bulletins around your local town. Send out a local carrier pigeon if you have those. Yes. Train hockey to go. Wait, there was actually some news about Avatar, the last airbender that I had to say. There was something (gasps) interesting. Apparently, the first word spoken and the last word spoken in Avatar is it and perfect. So it literally sums up the whole entire Avatar. You know, we haven't done anything for Avatar The Last Airbender in a while, and I think we should again. Uh, Avatar tier list, anybody? Ooh. Like, Ooh. like uh, ranking the Avatar characters or, like, the Avatars? Why not both? You sly dog. I'm in. Thank you, guys. Uh, and I'm going to let leave the rest of the endings up to everybody else because I got to fly. Peace out. Thank you for listening. I'll see you when I see you. A peace. What a nice cereal. So, what I kind of am curious is since this is a ramble and we go everywhere, talking about uh, Avatar. I was watching X Men, spoilers for X Men 2. I don't know if anyone's seen it or plans to see it. But Magneto bends the iron in someone's bloodstream. Technically, can uh, Earthbenders bend the iron in your blood? That is an interesting thought. Um, I assume it's possible. You know what? I'm going to say no, because is it ever established that the Earth... Well, can Earthbenders bend iron, like raw iron? I think they could. It's technically a metal. Okay. With that, though, I don't really think there's enough. Like, there's... I think there's probably way more water in blood than iron. I'm going to Google it, though, because that's interesting. Uh, It says one milliliter of blood contains about (laughs) 0.5% milligrams of iron. What if you just had a huge steak dinner and all that iron's pumping through your system? Dude, why didn't we ever see any me- uh, metal benders sword bend? That's true. Like, you just have a sword and, ju- and you just, like, wiggle the sword, like, pew, pew, pew. <laughs> That'd be silly. That's probably why we never saw it. That's actually a good point. I won't take it back to Star Wars, but I wa- But really quickly, I actually, right before this podcast, I finished Star Wars Rebels. I've been catching up on the Star Wars shows because I've never oh, seen any of them before. The franchises are terrible now. I know, but I, I, I really want to have hope for Kenobi, so I'm, like, preparing for it. Maybe it's misplaced because I really didn't like Boba Fett much, like, at all. Um, no, we never talked about Boba Fett on here. <laughs> I still never watched it. <laughs> yeah, no you guys problem. were waiting on me, and I actually <laughs> never sat down to watch it. You're not uh, well, missing much. Yeah, Trust us, like, to. literally. No, I, I hear all- that... Season three becomes Mandalorian. Oh well, yes. Have you seen the Mandalorian? Yeah, no, I finished. Okay, then yeah, you are gonna have to watch Boba Fett then if you want to watch season four of Man- or three when that comes out. Yeah, um, I, I I heard Book of Boba just becomes season three of Mando. Yeah, um, literally it does. Like the last two episodes, I was like, "Are you sure this is about Boba Fett?" No, feel, it's not. Yeah, you you could tell he got, I, he got ripped from his own story. You could tell that they really were just running out of ideas. They're just like, ah, crap! Just throw the first episode of Mandalorian in there. Like, it's it's kind of pathetic. And and Boba Fett himself is just so out of character. It's just like ninety percent flashbacks. It's really, really weirdly paced, weirdly written. Oh, but that's neither here nor there. But where I was going with that is, I feel like Rebels, because everyone says Star Wars Clone Wars is a million times better than Rebels. But I actually like like parts of Rebels. So I think what I'm gonna say is like. Rebels is to Clone Wars what Legend of Korra is to Avatar, I think. That's what I figured. Good, but not better than the original. Good carries over a lot of, like, you see a lot of, like, returning faces, because it's the same universe. You see a lot of, like, returning ideas, new stuff, explores new stuff, but it is not as good as the original. 
So that's I just fun. realized I barely talked at all during this ramble episode. I'm well, sorry, you know, Eric. Did Eric, we cut you off? Nobody asked. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Eric. Exactly. Exactly. Everyone on this podcast has an opinion, whether they be strong, whether they be weak, and whether they be right, like uh, Nick's choice of Pop-Tarts, or wrong, like Matt's. But uh, that's a whole other debate for another day. But, Eric, your opinion matters. Even my opinion, how I think Nick should not be a Jedi Master. Do y'all have a lightsaber that goes... (gasps) Fancy. I don't think so. Show off. But Eric, did you have any thoughts you wanted to share? Because I know you said you didn't uh, get to talk much. Did you have anything that you felt you missed out on? Everything. No, why didn't you share? We were all just talking. Because you guys keep talking and talking. I'm like, okay, I I guess my opinion doesn't matter. No, you know how this works. We always butt in and interrupt (laughs) each other and firemen carry each other to the finish line. If you haven't already, go follow us on Instagram, like Keith said. And also check out our Twitch channels. That's E-Man the Legendary, Nuclear Bacons, CryptoLock Games, and this is the part where I'd say Matt's Twitch name, but he doesn't have one. <laughs> Come on, Matt, get on it. And this yeah. is where I put my Twitch name, if I had one. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Matt's doing his own comic. That's his side hustle to the side hustle. And yeah. hopefully by the time this episode's out, I will have posted a comic for the first time in three months. Go follow uh, that, Lit Prep Club. Yes, Lit Prep Art Club at, uh, on Instagram. Art. Alright, I forgot the art. Go check it out. And subscribe to my YouTube channel, E-Man the Legendary. <gasps> I think I'm going to watch that uh, tonight, because I haven't seen your highlights yet. You're about to watch me suck ass at Pokemon Nuzlocking. <laughs> Sorry, no. Eric. We, we, we support you. And you should be too, listeners. Go that. give it a follow. But more importantly, stay true to your geek selves.